and welcome to episode Ocho, Ocho, we're eight, the eighth episode of Sports Bar Talk, unbelievable, we're eight episodes in, and in all seriousness, I appreciate all of the support, the five star likes, the reviews, the recommendations on food, I just appreciate everyone, I love you all, and if, uh, we were all together. I'd buy y'all some some blue cheese chips or something from Appalachian Brewery. I don't know. But for those of you that are new, well, first off, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you've chosen this podcast to begin your podcasting endeavors today. I'm Alex Nairi, coming from the Sports Bar Talk studios in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house. So let's get into it. And ladies and gentlemen, sports are officially back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm done singing. I am done singing. Oh man, I've ruined my reputation already. But the NBA is back. Yes, basketball is officially back. Two, at the, we are recording this on a Thursday. It drops on Friday. I know I say this every week. Two games, though, at the time this is being recorded tonight. You've got the Utah Jazz, led by Donovan Mitchell and the man who shut sports down back in March, Rudy Gobert, taking on the Pelicans, led by Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick, Brandon Ingram, and then and the future MVP Zion Williamson. And in the second game, you've got the Battle of Los Angeles. Well, Los Angeles Clippers, led by Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, take on Anthony Davis and the King, the GOAT. I'm sorry, Michael Jordan fans, but I think he's the GOAT. From Akron, Ohio, LeBron James. And these are two great games. To get the season started, uh, the games will be very entertaining. I'm particularly looking forward to the second game. The first two Battle of LA games, actually, first three Battle of LA games were highly entertaining. Came down to the end. So I think tonight's fourth Battle of LA will be even more entertaining. Kawhi versus LeBron, PG. You know, Anthony Davis is most likely going to play now. He had, and now he's wearing goggles and his hair spiked up. He looks a lot like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. It's amazing. It looks just like him. A lot of scenarios, but you know what? This has been a team wide effort from everybody frontline workers to getting our testing capacity is a lot better in this country now. Uh,. The players. Zero positive tests in the bubble among the players. Um, Adam Silver working Walt Disney World. Commissioner Silver has done a great job um, just handling everything. I've, I've always said this, but I believe Adam Silver is the best commissioner in all of sports right now. Um... He's done a great job, you know. They were the first league to shut down, really, and 
Um, they're the first league coming back that I actually feel safe about right now, other than Major League Soccer and NHL. But the NBA really is... I just... I can't be more grateful that NBA is back. I can't believe we're back to this moment. You know, basketball is my favorite sport to play. It's always been my favorite... One of my favorite sports. Uh, other than football to watch. Um, so right now, I'm just sitting here today, and I'm grateful for everybody behind the scenes. And the country needs it right now. I mean, we're in a growing time of tensions, both uh, racially and with uh, COVID. And this is what the country needs in order to be healed. So basketball is back. At the time we're recording this, the two games on Thursday night will have been done. By the time this drops, we will be in the middle of a six-game slate tomorrow. The Orlando Magic taking on the Brooklyn Nets at 2.30 p.m. 4 o'clock, you got the Memphis Grizzlies taking on Damian Lillard and the Portland Trail Blazers. At that same time, you'll have the Suns taking on the Wizards. Uh, 6.30 on ESPN, Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics take on Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. 8 o'clock, you have the Kings and the Spurs. And then at 9 o'clock on ESPN, you've got James Harden, a.k.a. The Beard. And the Houston Rockets taking on Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic representing the Dallas Mavericks. So, basketball is back. I can, Like I said, I'm grateful to everyone behind the scenes. We've got the NBA is back. And boy, do we need it. Uh, to Major League Baseball now. Uh, speaking of COVID, this is kind of some sad news. I'm sure many of you have heard. Well, before we get to that, let's get some joyous, somewhat joyous news. As we mentioned, Dr. Fauci, America's favorite doctor, threw out the first ceremonial first pitch between the Yankees and Nationals, a game that the Yankees absolutely won and dominated the Nationals before the rain delay. And Fauci's pitch, uh, he threw it a little bit outside, you know. Uh, I guess he doesn't want anybody to catch anything, so he tried to throw it away so no one could catch anything. Uh, I didn't make that one up, folks. I saw that on the internet. Uh, but that was, I had to say that. So, his first pitch wasn't all that great, but I guess since he doesn't want anyone catching anything, it makes sense that it went halfway to the first base. Instead of to Sean Doolittle. Who caught the pitch, the relief pitcher for the Washington Nationals. But to baseball. And I'm sure many of you have heard what's going on with the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. Of course, the Marlins have had 19 people test positive for the virus. That is the players, staff, front office personnel, and coaches included. Uh, the Phillies have no positive tests yet amongst their players. But two sta- a staff member and a coach did test positive for the So the Phillies... We're actually scheduled to host the Toronto Blue Jays this weekend. They were originally going to play a doubleheader on Saturday and a game on Sunday. That series is actually going to be postponed so the Phillies can get further testing. And the Marlins aren't playing until at least Sunday. It probably is going to go longer because on Tuesday when they announced that they had 14 positives, they've had more positives. So it looks like the Phillies will go at least a week without playing. Uh, And you know... Rob Manfred did say a lot. You know, I equate this to back in June when the PGA Tour came back, golf. 
they had an outbreak amongst the players and the caddies. Like, 10 or 15 people tested positive. They kept going. So, one or two teams testing positive, in my opinion, won't be enough to shut it down. Now, if we get an outbreak amongst maybe four, maybe five teams or more, you'll see maybe a potential for a shutdown in the season. But right now, one one or two teams having outbreaks doesn't call for a total shutdown yet. Uh, so, we're still enjoying baseball. I got a chance to watch the New York Yankees destroy the Baltimore Orioles yesterday. Great pitching from Garrett Cole. You had... I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but the Blue Jays did find a home. They're playing in Buffalo, their AAA affiliate. Um, but baseball's back has been back. And other than the Marlins and Phillies little incident, they did another round of testing this week, and no one came back positive from all the other teams, not named the Marlins or the Phillies. So, basically, all the Marlins games have been postponed through Sunday. Could change. Could change by the time this podcast gets released. Phillies are not playing this weekend either. Alright, to the NFL now. Training camps have begun, and we have some players opting out, including running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, Damian Williams, left tackle for the New York Giants, Nate Soldier. But maybe... This might be a little sketchy, but six... New England Patriots have opted out of the season, including some key members of that defense that was absolutely dominant for the first half of the season last year. Linebacker Dante Dante Hightower, safety Patrick Jung Chung, man, he's a uh, he's one of their longtime best defensive players on the Patriots, and losing him might be a blow, Chung. And then on the offensive side, they did lose right tackle Marcus Cannon. And their special and their captain and their special teams wonder, Matt Slater almost opted out, according to Ian Rapport, but he is going to play. Uh and so really the Patriots only have one key leader left from the team from the dynasty, as Kyle Van Noy and Duran Harmon moved on to other teams. And of course Tom Brady of course went to, to the Bucks. So I heard one NFL executive say that all these defensive Patriots are opting out. Belichick's got to be onto something. And you gotta, I got to admit, Belichick might be onto something. I don't know what it's going to be, but he's onto something. Having all these defensive players opt out. Alright, let's get to the food of the week. And I forgot to totally tease this food of the week, so... Here's your teaser, and then we're going right in. So, it's the it's a nice hot day, and it's you're at a restaurant, or your mom makes you chicken wrapped in bacon. Shout out to the New York correspondent; she makes a killer chicken wrapped in bacon. Uh, and then you ask, "What's for dessert?" <laughs> and your mom says, "Well, we have a nice." Blueberry pie or apple pie. <laughs> so that's our food of the week. Drum roll for the food of the week for week eight. 
I'm talking about pie. And there are many ways to enjoy pie. Whether you like it fried. Or lattice cut. Or the traditional cut. If you like sugar on top. Whipped cream on top. Or you could get pie as a meal in the, ter- in the variety of a chicken pot pie. Places I love pie. We'll start with the Dysart's Truck Stop in Bangor, Maine. So, they have two locations in Bangor, uh, in Maine, on Route 15. It's their Broadway location. Or, just outside of Bangor, a little town called Coldbrook, Maine. On Interstate 95, they have some of the best blueberry... It's the best blueberry pie I've ever had. And Maine is the U.S. capital of blueberries, I do believe, in my opinion. So, when you get the blueberry pie, oh, it's so sugary, but it's so good. You get it with whipped cream on top, and man, is it amazing. It's astounding. They also have a Dysart's a chicken pot pie, and if there's a famous commercial there, baked in a buttery flaky crust. You've probably heard of that meme on the internet or have seen that commercial. That's where the play that's where it originated from. So quite frankly, Dysarts is a famous place. Literally and figuratively. The next pie I like. Peanut butter pie. For my birthday every year, I like to stay away from birthday cake. Now, no disrespect, I do love birthday cake, but it's not my personal favorite. And my parents let me choose the birthday dessert. So, I like to go with a peanut butter pie from Perkins. This pie is amazing. It's a nice crust. They put like whipped peanut butter frosting or icing on it. The whipped cream is amazing on top of it. And they top it with a Reese's peanut butter cup. It is so unhealthy. I only have it maybe once or twice a year. And that time is normally at my birthday. So just marvelous pie. And it's tasty. It's heavenly. You know, if Jesus had peanut, the peanut butter pie from Perkins at the Last Supper, more people would go to church. Uh, and then fried pies. This is big down south. They've also got fried pies in western Pennsylvania, but in western Pennsylvania, they they glaze it up. They glaze it. But down south, in a town called Texarkana, Arkansas, where my uncle, my aunt, and two cousins live, there's this barbecue place called Big Jake's. Really good smoked sausage. One of the best loaded baked potatoes I've ever had. But baked potatoes and smoked sausage are not the food of the week. This is about fried pie. They have fried pie. And yes, it sounds like it does. Yes, it sounds like how I'm saying it. It is a pie that's fried. They stick the filling in the middle in the dough. They deep fry it. It's like a sandwich. It's almost like a mountain pie. The blueberry filling, amazing. If you get it with the chocolate filling, it tastes just like chocolate fried chocolate pudding. You could get... It is quite frankly incredible. Alright. With that being said, 
I am going to wrap this up. Be sure to leave a five-star review. And if you want to get in contact with me, call my production team, which is my mother. And all other remarks can go to my dad, who can be reached on Twitter, Instagram, or go to Gettysburg Presbyterian Church. <laughs> Leave a five-star review. And, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we close, I forgot our questions for the week. Your homework assignment to put in the review column. What is your favorite pie? Do you like blueberry? Do you like apple? Do you like lemon? Coconut cream? Mixed berry? What's your favorite pie? Do you like it? And my second question, do you like it with whipped cream? I love my pie with whipped cream. It's got to be a must. Or, a la mode. Where you, you, they heat it up and you put ice cream on it. I really love a la mode. You can get it with both whipped cream or a la mode. It's quite frankly, it's wonderful. Alright. I'm going to go dream about... How breathtaking the pies I just described are. Leave a five-star review. Answer those questions in your review. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Listen to Dr. Fauci. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house.